The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. I'm your host, Kat Victorino, and joining me today are Kim Sorensen and Michael Wandy. Hey, guys. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Now, I haven't talked to Michael in ages. How are you doing? I'm fine. Uh, great. Everything's great, uh, except that I'm on sick leave, but everything is great. Well, I hope I hope it continues to go great. And Kim, I know we talked not too long ago, but it's always great to have you back. Thank you. No, it's 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 been a good good time uh, being being back on the podcast. So I'm I'm just getting back in in the thick of things. <laughs> well, so we had a couple of rough weeks, and I apologize for no podcast last week. Uh, we had a nice bug run through our family, um, but the Niners, uh, we uh, Seahawks. You guys, we're two and two. It's week five. People are freaking out. Have you seen 49ers Twitter? I've yeah. stayed away from it. <laughs> I, I, I thought the, the, the week after the, the loss to the Packers was, was rough. And when we when we lost on the, this Sunday, I just thought to myself, <laughs> I, I don't want to bother with it this week. It, it'll probably blow up. I, it's probably why Facebook went down. <laughs> Actually, that's what drove a bunch of people to Twitter. <laughs> what, what I love about uh, Facebook or Twitter, the, the Niner fan, there is this uh, contrast. That directly after the game, everyone is uh, pissed and they are really angry about the team. Then today, um, the rumor came up that Gilmore was maybe uh, happening. Yeah. Then you... You wrote, uh, you saw the people wrote, uh, writing uh, that, yeah, get Gilmore, yeah, now he was traded to Carolina, and, of course, Lynch called. <laughs> I, 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 I have to admit, I find 49ers Twitter just entirely too entertaining, but even I get sick of it, and I did finally tweet out, okay, y'all, you need to chill pill it, because this is stupid. <laughs> But far too many knee-jerk reactions uh, and, and not not enough thought put in. Exactly. Well, looking back at week four, the Niners, of course, as we all know, lost to the Seahawks 28-21 or 21-28. The Niners had 21. Um, we lost Jimmy Garoppolo in the first half. Uh, he went down with a calf injury. It's sounding like it's a contusion. He might possibly be available to play this weekend. Um but again, guys, our quarterback, <laughs> we need to put him in bubble wrap? Um, I have a different theory. I have the theory that he got benched um, because the first half really was his worst first half he had this season. And I have the theory he got benched, especially after Shannon uh, First said he will be out for several weeks and then said he may can play on Sunday. That made me a bit uh, thinking about the whole situation. And I get, 
I guess, it's just my guess, that uh, Shanahan was uh, showing him uh, that he m must get his act together. Hmm. I, I had somewhat of the, the same uh, theory. Uh, I, I wrote on, on Facebook when we learned that that Lance uh, would start it uh, the second half. I, I wrote uh, a post on, on Facebook saying this was the beginning of the, the Trey Lance era. And because we had, we had nothing had been said about an injury to to Garoppolo during the, the first half or during halftime. Uh, so it seemed sort of logic that that, that that this could be the time that Lance would get uh, his, his, his time to, to shine uh, for the first time. Uh, and then a, a bit later it was uh, it was told by reporters that there was this uh, calf injury um, so yeah well I think what we did learn during the game that it was a, a calf injury that was keeping him out I, I seem to remember hearing that pretty early on um, interesting theory Michael very interesting theory um, yeah I, I wait till some of our fans get that out on Twitter that'll be fun <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's just a theory because uh, I think it's way too early for Trey, but uh, I'm maybe the only 49ers fans who, who think so. Um, well, I think no, you guys have I, all heard me say, you know, a rookie quarterback in the NFL isn't necessarily going to be a superstar and the savior of the team from the word go, you know, from week one. Um And on top of the fact that, as I have always said, college play, you know, the, the, the talent in the college level isn't always going to translate to talent on the NFL level. And while it certainly seems that Trey Lance is going to be there someday because he's definitely showing us flashes, why would any fan in their right mind want to break a rookie by putting him out there before he's ready? You know, I don't. I really do not subscribe to that. We we draft a high draft pick quarterback. We get him out on the field the first week. I just think that breaks every quarterback who who can't handle that pressure that young. These guys are kids. Yeah. You know, they're 22 years old, just out of college, being thrown on this big stage and having to take on the responsibility of shouldering the weight of this franchise and the hatred from their fan base. And I'll be honest, in the last few months, I've been very disappointed in the Niner fan base. And to think that that's the way to go just blows my mind. Um, yes, Garoppolo had a crappy game when he was in. He was 14 for 20, of 23 for 165 yards, one touchdown, one INT. He had a 79% passer rating. That's the worst passer rating he's had this, this season. Trey was nine for 18, 157 yards, two touchdowns, a 117.1 passer rating. So there's the flash. Lance can do it. But let's try, let's try not to break him. We need to give him a little bit of protection so that he can get his feet under him. I think the problem with most 49ers fans I see, especially in the U.S. sports, is they keep to live in the past. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I wrote, uh, I read was, uh, oh, 
Trey looks like Ka Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, oh my God, please not. Um, and then then I thought uh, we all are attacking Shanahan for keeping uh, Trey behind Jimmy, but uh, I think we are all forgetting that uh, um, the the Shanahans, Mike and Kyle, had a front seat uh, with RG3. Mm-hmm. They were the guys who put in RG3 way too early. And they were the guys where RG3's uh, career ended way too early because of that freaking injury in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, what uh, Kyle is doing and what no one is seeing is he's protecting Trey for such uh, from such a uh, future and uh, works on Trey's uh, weaknesses before he puts Trey in. Finally. And that's why I liked the. The, the trick stuff that they did in the preseason and the first game where Trey got a couple of, of reads and a, and a couple of plays out in live action, real football, but don't leave him out there, you know, let him go out and take, I'm totally fine with that. I don't think the responsibility should be his yet. Yeah. That's just where I'm at. And you guys all know that I just, I'm, I'm on my soapbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully with you. Uh, <laughs> Lance was the best quarterback on the field. He was even better uh-huh. than Russell Wilson. Yeah, Wilson was 16 for 23, 149 yeah. yards, two touchdowns, and 116 passer rating. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was just going to say that that most most fans in 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 Denmark seems to agree that that Garoppolo is the the way to go uh, for 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 some time. Uh, yet, yet to come if he's healthy, uh, at least. So, uh, oh, yeah. you you can you can come come to Denmark, Michael, if uh, if they are too <laughs> too rough with you in, in Germany. Uh, it's it's if it's the American it's, fans. <laughs> it's, it's it's only uh, about 100 kilometers from here to uh, <laughs> exactly. <Billund. laughs> Yeah, I don't I, I don't think there's a more toxic fan base anywhere than American 49er fans, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's amazing uh, how much the talk that has been for and against almost every part of the team. At first, we are all excited about the defensive line, and now they are complete trash. And mm-hmm. then there's the running backs who can't stay healthy, and then it's the cornerbacks and Back and forth, back and forth, uh, and 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 every time some someone uh, argues against the other uh, the other side, the, it's name calling and oh, yeah. it's 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 not something to be proud of. Anyway, guys, moving on, looking at some yeah. of these numbers, we've got um, rushing. You know, we we had four running backs out there that r- ran it around. Well, okay, three running backs and three backs and a, and a quarterback. <laughs> Uh, we had Debo caught one, or yep, or rushed for one yard. Trey rushed for for 41 yards. Uh, Trey Sermon rushed for 89 yards. Patrick rushed for 12 yards. No scoring there. Um, obviously, we are absolutely missing Raheem for sure. Please hope that everything goes well and we get you back next year. Please come back next year. Um, 
Well, I, so, I, sermon, so, I, I thought Sermon looked much better than in in his first uh, ga- in in the game against the the Packers. So, so uh, I think he looked vastly improved, and I believe we uh, we uh, terminated the contracts of um, Carry On Johnson and Chris Thompson. So I take that as a sign that Elijah Mitchell will be back this week and then Jeff Wilson should be back sometime after the bye week. So I think we may be, maybe fingers <laughs> crossed, going uh, some, some better time. There's, there will be better times ahead. Crossing fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but looking at that stats... Um, it's it's not my style of play when the quarterback is the second best rusher on the team. Right, exactly. And <laughs> I, I know people like it because it looks uh, spectacular when the quarterback is running. That's why people loved Colin Kaepernick. But I only see the risk of injury when the quarterback starts running. I agree with you in that regard because the injury aspect is scary, especially with the way, you know, some of these boys, Jimmy, Trey, don't take, don't slide. (laughs) Um, And that makes me nervous. Being the massive Steve Young fan that I am, God, did I love when he scrambled. So watching Trey scramble is, is very reminiscent of that. So yes, here I am, the American Niner fan looking to the past. Um, so I, you know, I love it, and I just want him to be smart about it. I don't, I don't want him to put himself in a position where he can get seriously injured. Yeah, but I think a quarterback looking like uh, Trey or Kaepernick, this lanky uh, uh, slide figure, um, I think they have it really hard to slide <laughs> to get the legs first. I, I agree with Michael, but but. I also agree with, <laughs> with that the, the the scrambling. I think should be part of his game, but he he needs to take care of himself. Just, just, simply take care of of himself and and give himself up, run for the sidelines and 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 and, and things like that. He's a, he's too good of an athlete athlete to not to to use his legs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's face it, we really just want them to do whatever it takes to win the game. Yes. You know, we're, we're football fans. That's what we want. We want our team to win. So yeah. if, if that works, why not run with it? So yeah, just- but, but now I'm making a jump, uh, jump to the uh, past. Uh, <laughs> when I see a running quarterback, I want him to more to be like Steve Young than to be like Colin Kaepernick because – Steve was a better passer and he only ran when he had to or when the situation was there, not before the uh, wide receivers were in uh, in the lanes or in the slots. Good point. Good <laughs> point. <laughs> you do need to know when to run. <laughs> yeah. Well, and our receiving core was, you know, Sanu had four catches for 35 yards. Jennings had one for 14. Debo had eight for 156. check had four for 41. I want to see more out of him. Dang it. Uh, Kittle had four for 40. Ayuk had one for 15. Dwelly had one for 21. I mean, it's just not 
enough to get the job done. And I mean, Debo is looking great out there. He's, he's certainly have, having an exceptional season at just the right time uh, as his contract is coming up shortly. So he's yeah. making the best of it. He has been fantastic so far. But he is the most talented wide receiver we have, so that's no surprise. Um, but uh, the, that's a problem. I think uh, the, the defenses uh, now try to cover Kittle. And that opens lanes for Samuel. And uh, when they figured out uh, that uh, Samuel can be dangerous too, they put him, uh, and then we need Ayuk or Sanu or Jennings to step in to open lanes for Samuel again. Our offense is the the, the worst uh, kind of, uh, in, in terms of fantasy football, because... <laughs> It's it's yeah. just you 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 keep guessing uh, every week who who will be the the main target this, this week and it's just uh, Debo has been fantastic so far but I I don't think before the season anyone expected Debo to be our our biggest biggest threat uh, on offense. And he's leading the NFL in yards per route run with a 3.55 in front of Tyreek Hill at 3.24. He also leads the league in receiving yards for the season with 490. 266 is yards after the catch, you guys. That is also leading the NFL. This guy is on to have an, a, a wild year, and he's going to come out of it with a lucrative deal somewhere. The question will be where. The first thousand yard receiver after Crabtree? Yeah. Could it happen? At the moment, it looks good. At the moment, <laughs> well, he, only, he only needs uh, about five more games to get the thousand yards. <laughs> <laughs> the 490 receiving yards is the second most through four games in Niner history. You know who did it better? The GOAT. The GOAT, Jerry Rice, in 1995, 522 yards through four games. Oh, yeah. I like seeing that. Is there anything else we want to go over with this game? I'm kind of done. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a heartbreaker. I mean, I really thought we could have won that game. and mm. We should have put I, I that away in the first, first half. Yep. Because... Uh, Especially against us, it was uh, clear that uh, Seattle will find a way back into the game. But uh, we lost the we lost the game. Seattle didn't win it. We lost it. Yep. It, it's amazing that we get into a game where where Robbie Gold. <laughs> yeah. The, the, and we're gonna get into gets, that. Gets, <laughs> gets injured stretching and then. Trenton Cannon, yeah. What's What's worse about the fumble of Gannon was he lost it, then he got it, and instead of yeah. taking the hit, he tried to he tried. run again and, and lost, lost it again. Lost it again, yep. Too yeah. many mistakes. <laughs> so we did get a couple questions from the group. Uh, Paul yeah. Marsh says... Is anyone else starting to feel like Shanahan and Lynch aren't the way forward? 
they did so well to get us to a Super Bowl in three years from where they started, but they seem to be regressing. I'm definitely not convinced Shanahan is a great head coach, and I'm even questioning his supposedly genius play design calling skills. I'm especially worried that Shanahan hasn't improved a single quarterback he's had on the team, yet Lance needs to be needs the best coaching to reach his potential. Thoughts? I'm... I, I I don't I I I think he's I, I think he's a, a good coach and I think he's great at game planning. Uh, I have questions about some of his uh, management of the of the team. Uh, this this whole uh, uh, who's in the doghouse uh, stuff uh, and 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 such. Uh, there's uh, I, I I'm also a, bit worried about how we can keep uh, being in the bad end of the turnover and penalty uh, area uh, we, we keep shooting ourselves in the in the foot in the, or, or both feet at the same time uh, but I, I don't think I, I, I think we are, we come pretty well prepared and, and have a, a good game plan and and some of the, uh, the the difficulties we have, I don't, I don't know how I can. There's so so much uh, de- dependent on on the injuries, and I have a hard time uh, blaming him for 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 injuries when so so much of it seems kind of freakish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bit fifty-fifty split. Um, okay. On on one. On one hand, all the penalties, and so uh, okay, he's a head coach, and but uh, that's also on the position coaches. Uh, and I take Demico Ryan's a bit out there because he is uh, a rookie of sorts, um, and he, I, I think, like Trey Lance, he's supposed to make errors, um, but uh, for example, our special team coach Hightower. Um, we know he can do it much better, and uh, we made a lot of special teams errors this season, and it's also on the position coaches and not only on Shanahan. And, uh, yeah, I think the problem is, uh, the problem Shanahan has is he still hasn't gotten uh, this, uh, that he has to watch over the complete game, I think he is too much of a control freak to be a good head coach. Mm. He wants to control everything and then everything slips. Mm. I think, honestly, um, I don't have a problem with Shanahan and Lynch. I, I, I like the direction they're taking the team. Yes, I wish they'd taken it a little quicker. I wish we'd see, I mean, I feel like we made a 180 the minute they came on board and I would rather stick with that than get rid of them and regress because I, I the last thing I want to see us do is go back to a Chip Kelly situation or, uh, you know, any of the, <laughs> any of that era I've tried to black out of my mind. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like we've paid our dues as, as fans and it's time for us to, to enjoy some good years. And the team is good. We've mm-hmm. hit some really rough patches with the injury bug. And I really feel like 
and I'm mm, again five year five here we go do we need to look at strength and conditioning do we need to look at our training practices do we need to look at expanding practice since there's hardly any actual contact practice um or does the NFL need to take a broader stance and look at other effects of of injuries like or other other causes of the injuries like the turf, the the environments, you know, within the the stadium, you know, what what else what what else is there? You know what I mean? I, I think Joe Staley had a nice uh, he in in one interview he said something about this uh, injury bug. Um, uh -huh. He said when he compares how the league allows them to train these days, and when he came into the league. Uh, He says a lot of injuries uh, come from uh, the league trying to avoid injuries mm -hmm. uh, by softening the training and so on. Exactly. I, I, if I can just comment as yeah. well. I, 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 um, I had a, a lengthy discussion with, with several people on, on our side in Denmark because we, we watch... Each and every year we watch the the combine. Each and every year players get taller, heavier, stronger, faster. And and there's somehow the, the somehow the body can't keep up with the strength and conditioning can't make make up for 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 this development uh, Laura Britt on uh, 49ers talk the podcast mm -hmm. uh, had a had mentioned on on one of the their podcasts how uh, 49ers wide receivers had grown uh, three three inches in mm. in three years and I know <laughs> some of it of course is just cutting one player and replacing right. that, that player with someone taller but but there's generally there's a, a development where where our offensive line is is bigger taller uh, stronger now than it, it was uh, five years ago and ten years ago and 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 you can can watch this And and then on, on perhaps on top of, of what Michael said, uh, the number of uh, training sessions the teams have, you, I guess you could uh, argue that that goes under the conditioning. But but that's league wide. That's not 49ers staff. And and there's uh, we had the Ravens have had. Uh, I, I made a, a note of it the, the other day. Right now, 49ers have nine players on, on injured reserve. Uh, the, the Ravens have 19 this year. <laughs> That yeah. was last year. <laughs> There's yeah. uh, 10, 10 or 12 teams who have, which have, have more players on, on IR than, than we do. And, and of course, there's some kind of uh, randomness towards which players are, are missing. Uh, 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 the, the superstars or, or, or whatever, but I think it's more league-wide and, and I can't believe it, it all. Again, it kind of comes back to this. We all want want someone to, to, to be scapegoats for, yeah. for what goes, goes wrong. So, so that, that was kind of my my uh, my take on on, on this uh, that I, 
I, I think it's 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 too easy just to to go after our own training staff when it's it seems to be a league wide problem. And that's yeah. a good point. I don't think that uh, that that's something I even looked at. You know, mm. it's just I mean, come on, you know, we're we're all 49ers around here, so you know. <laughs> Yeah, of course. I, I still, I, I still think uh, the 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 new rules for protecting the players. I mean, when you look at the time when Jerry Rice played, he knew the defender can crush into his body the moment he touched the ball. He had uh, his body has has had an, a different. Uh, I can only say it in German. Um, <laughs> You, your body is different when you know someone can crush into you right. than when you think, okay, I have a second before he crushes into me. And then yeah. when he crushes into you, uh, you're not that uh, prepared. Um, our coach uh, said, uh, who, who, t uh, who takes the breaks uh, loses on the football mm -hmm. field. And that is sometimes the case today. Uh, moving on, Nathaniel James wants to know, do we think we have seen the last of Jimmy Garoppolo? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, Kevin Herbert. Hi, Kev. Who is our reserve kicker? Do we have one? And is this, this an issue they will address before Sunday? Yeah, they did today. <laughs> they did. I was going to say, who's going to say it? <laughs> I have to look up the name because... Uh, I have it right here. <laughs> I don't have Joey any details. Sly. I just have the name. <laughs> the Niners signed Joey Sly to a one-year deal today and placed Robbie Gould on the IR. Yeah, and he, he played for the for the Texans up until up until week week three. Okay. Yeah. And so so he's, he's, he's still still his leg is still warm probably. <laughs> And what I heard, he was cut by the Panthers after a training camp or in training camp. And I think the Panthers bite in their own butts nowadays <laughs> with their bad ca uh, kicker. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stephen Box. Oh, Stephen, you are a man after my own heart because I have asked this question multiple times over the last few seasons. Why do we do so badly at home? Because it's not candlestick. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> if Deepak were here, I know what he would say. <laughs> the, the, you would call it a can candlestick curse? Or curse. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> me, me, me too. For, for me, the, it's, uh, it's still not the stadium I grew up watching with. Mm -hmm. And I think um, it's for a lot of fans that... Uh, Levi Stadium is okay. It's uh, from name, it's our home, but the, a lot of fans have to commute to Santa Clara uh, from San Francisco, and I don't know uh, how long they need. Uh, but I think it would be the same when I drive to Hamburg for for every game to see my 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 team in Kiel. It all depends on where in the Bay Area you live. Now, when they were in San Francisco, uh, I, you know, I know people from all over the Bay Area that would drive into San Francisco, you know, one or two hour drive just to go see the game and then drive home afterwards. Um, for me now, 
I'm basically in the North Bay, so I am an hour north of San Francisco as the as the crow flies. Well, that's not accounting for traffic, guys. As the crow flies, <laughs> and Santa Clara is about three hours from me now. So it's as, farther away than Hamburg. Yeah, as the crows fly. <laughs> so my husband and I have already decided when we are going to finally go experience Levi, because we will be doing that at some point. When we do finally experience Levi, we're going to get a hotel and stay the night because forget driving home. <laughs> you, you haven't been to Levi's yet? No, I have not. <laughs> that is that is basically the same thing when I watch my favorite soccer team. Yeah. yeah, say it for you Americans, soccer, not football. See, he's, <laughs> he's, he's speaking our language today. <laughs> yeah, because my team is in Dortmund and I need about three hours to get to Dortmund. <laughs> well, this well, week, you guys, this week, week five, guys, we're only in week five. We have to stop the doom and gloom. But we're going to meet the Arizona Cardinals, who are, I believe the last standing undefeated team in the NFL. Am I correct? Somebody check me. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I posted a nice meme about that in your group. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been on Facebook much. <laughs> the 49ers lead the all-time series 32-27, to with the Niners winning three of the last four meetings after an eight-game losing streak. The Niners have scored over 21 points in just two of the last 15 meetings. Our last meeting was a 20-12 win for the 49ers in week 16 of 2020 in Arizona, with uh, Juszczyk having two touchdown receptions and a Jeff Wilson a touchdown reception being just the ticket for the Niner win. Guys, what are we looking for in this game? Yeah, I say uh, usually we were the better team against Arizona and we lost. I hope this week it will be the other way around because <laughs> at the moment uh, the Cardinals are really hot and I think they have one of the best defenses at the moment. And we don't like uh, mobile quarterbacks against our defense. And we get it two weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we will uh, help uh, the, the Dolphins to pop their champagne. I think we'll, I, I think we'll win, and so there will be no more undefeated teams. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, on paper, offensively, the Cardinals are first in the NFL, averaging 35 points a game. Yowza. They're first in total yardage with an average of 440 and a half yards per game. The Niners are seventh in the NFL, averaging 26.8 points per game. I got to clean my glasses or something, guys. And we're 16th in total yardage at 375.8 yards per game. Um, okay. Defensively, the Cardinals are ninth in points allowed with 21.2 points per game. Okay, wait a minute. And 15th in total yards allowed with 357.2. Okay. Okay. Now, now things are starting to look good. However, we are 22nd in points allowed at 25.5, but still there is an opportunity. And 10th in total yards allowed at 336. So, guys, looking at this, the, I, the teams look on paper like they're pretty evenly matched. 
this is one of those games that you're going to walk away going, that's why they play the game. I think you're right, Kim. I think we can come out of this with a win. Okay, after they have beaten the Rams, who were really good in offense, <laughs> I thought the defense would be better. <laughs> Maybe the Rams had a bad day. Um, I, did, I, did, I didn't see the game, I must admit, but um, the, the cards are, at the moment, everything works out for them. They play good. But they also have the luck they need, like the the Minnesota game, where where the kicker uh, didn't hit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, um, I I really hope that we are winning that game. And uh, but for that we need a yeah we need uh, the first half of the Seahawks game and the second half of the Green Bay game combined. Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> Let's just stitch those two together, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're opening up as five and a half points underdogs. And I'll be honest with you, I like that. I like everyone thinking that we're going to lose because I feel like we still have enough talent to put on that field to surprise people. Yes. It's week five. We still have an additional 12 weeks of football left to play. All is not lost. <laughs> far, far from it. People, are, uh, right now, people are busy jumping on the Cardinals bandwagon, and so I, I think they they've shown that uh, they can't be. What do you say? They can't be counted on in the, in the the long run. Kyler Murray has started off hot before, and 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 they. They've fall. They have fallen apart, and and Cliff Kingsbury has. He may be better uh, as he has gained uh, some experience, but I think he is still. Uh, their coaching staff is is still a, somewhat of a, a weak weak link. And uh, what people tend to forget is. Um, we don't need to be uh, the first in our conference. We just need to be under the best seven in right. our conference to get into the playoffs. So uh, I think we will lose some feathers on the way, uh, especially this season. Um, but um, yeah, a shout out to uh, Sebastian, uh, a friend from the German bird gang. But this week he will lose. <laughs> <laughs> love it love it well guys thank you both for joining me today this has been a great conversation thanks to audionautics.com for the music thanks to Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell Daryl Nils Hanman, Neil Jepson Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald James Little, Rob Newell, Kev Nyland Simon Holdsworth, Nathaniel James Stephen Box and Graham Ross for all that they do in the group and on the show apologies to anyone I may have missed Thank you to all in the group who continually contribute, whether it's in the game day thread or the sharing of other content. We'd love to have you on the show. Just let us know. You can message any of the admins in the group or email us. Or you can check out the calendar under announcements in the Facebook group and sign up for a date. I'll contact you via Messenger and we'll make further arrangements. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB and on Facebook, search for the group Niner Empire Great Britain. Don't forget to check out the blog, which is available on your favorite podcast app. You can also email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com.
I'm Kat Victorino on behalf of Michael Wandy and Kim Sorensen. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Have a great day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.